Hello, welcome to What's in the Box. I'm Tristan Ofield. He's Chris Ball. Hello. And with us this week, what can I say about our special guest? Say God created the earth in six days. On the seventh day, he rested. And on Monday morning, he got up, got high as a motherfucker and created Will Tristan. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, that'll, that'll do. That'll do. Oh, oh, his outlines are fucked. <laughs> Hello, thank you, boys. Thank you for having me. Will, you, you won the, our Spot the Ball competition last week, didn't you? And Did that's I? why you're on the show. Of course, <laughs> well, of course. Where was the ball hidden? Tristan's left nutsack. It was, wasn't it? It? <laughs> it was there all along. That's where you always are, Chris. Uh, today's just going to be a general kind of rambling mishmash, as the first thing I said today to Will was, Will, I've had no sleep, I'm absolutely hanging, so this is all on you. And he replied with, yeah, it was my Christmas party last night. So I was like, oh, fuck. All right, Chris, it's all on you. And you're like, yeah, client drinks last night, mate. So we're all hanging for this episode. Yeah, but I'm up for it, though, mate. Are you? Yeah, I'm definitely up for okay, it. Okay, cool. Um, but I did want to talk about something. So I, I had a topic that I wanted to chat about. Okay. Will, have you, have you come armed and prepared with some top chat? With a topic, yeah. Whether Jesus. it's top or not, I can't attest to that oh, being Christ. top. And Tristan, have you done any preparation whatsoever? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, got, I've got news. Oh, <laughs> right, great. I've got bare news. Okay, cool. Well, you know, we've introduced Tristan... We are. Oh, well, me. sorry. Um, get the guest's name right. I mean, make an effort. But, Will, what I, what I thought would be really great is if you could sum up to our listeners or give three films that best sum you up as a person. Just no, three. Yeah. I don't, I, do we not want to eat any more than three? Well, I've been thinking Perfectly about this. sum you up, Will. I've been thinking about this for a long time, Chris, because yeah. you spoke to me about this last week. Yes. And I have only just gone now, shit, 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 and written down three. So, okay. you know. I'd say the uh, the classics that I will best describe me, yeah. based on a novel. First one's based on a novel. So the Running Man. The Running Man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love the Running Man. It's great fun. It's cheesy as hell. Richard Bachman. Uh, Richard course, Bachman. Yeah. 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 Acker. Stephen King. Stephen King. Yeah. Um, which was a top top little bit of posery nonsense that yes, I banded around for many years. Yeah, but the film is incredible, mate. Yeah. No, where the hell did you hide that? It's none of your business. The Running Man, yes. first film, Arnie said, I'll be back, surely. Uh, Is there no, an uh, no, uh, because didn't Running Man come after Terminator? Yeah, but no, yes. no, it didn't. Did it? Terminator was first. Raw Deal was 1986. Yeah, Running Man, Running Man was 87. Yeah, 87. 87's well, though. Right, we have learned so much already. <laughs> And that's only your first film that's best on your will. Fucking hell, what are the next two going to be? Oh, the next two, because, uh, I don't know, it's, uh, I, I fell in love with this film quite early. And it's more of a recent one, so it's not, it's, uh, I don't know, it kind of reminds me a little bit of something that we all could get up to. Um, the Hangover. I yeah. really enjoyed The Hangover. <laughs> okay. And it kind of, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, that, oh yeah, that could happen to me. Yes. Yeah. Very I want to be the guy on the roof. I'd want to be the guy... You know, and I'm, you know, today I'm feeling quite a bit rough, so. Okay. Uh, and it also had me fall in love with the uh, Flowrider track, Right Round, yep. which I bought. Nice. And there we go, good bit of Flowrider from Down on the Kids. Bought music. I did. I, I always wow. buy music. That's how old school. Yeah, but you're like music. a fucking, you are a musician, so I guess it makes sense. Oh, do, don't, don't label me as a musician. I'm not even close. You play an instrument... And you sing. Yeah, but, but I don't want actually anyone to like seek out anything I've done. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. Fucking musician? <laughs> yeah, right. I've just always surrounded myself 
with talented musicians <laughs> as I thumb my way through the classics. You would have done really well in the days of hair rock. You really were like, uh, I think I would have been more of the uh, the thrash metal lot, to tell you the truth. No, that's where you, that's where you would want to be, but what I'm talking about where you wanted to be well, versus what you had to deal with. Yeah. I imagine just with the yellow spandex, you know, a handkerchief tied around your uh, wrist. And like, yeah. That's, that's you. That's a, that's a, that. Sorry to everybody's ears. Okay, what's, what's, what else you got for us? And the final one, uh, again, because I... <laughs> I don't know, I just plucked this out of nowhere. It was one of my favourite films as a kid, and yeah. it's... One of the weaker ones of the franchise, but Rocky IV. Rocky IV. <laughs> Starring uh, Dolph Lundgren and Sylvester Stallone, of course. If he dies, he dies. Yep. You know, and um, yeah, it just made me want to go into the mountains and just train, because that's what you do. You don't need computers and shit. And no. Bridget Nielsen. No, you need no. fucking, you need hillsides covered in snow and yep. lifting carts full of logs. And... Is that Rocky's best montage? Is, is Rocky's best montage in Rocky Four? Yeah, that side, that side by side, be. old school versus new school. Yeah, got to be up there. It's got to be. It was my first Rocky film that I ever saw. So was I, it? so I saw Apollo die, yeah. and then I went back to the beginning and saw their relationship, and it made me even sadder. I was right. like, "Damn, damn you, Russian fuck!" Amazing. So you created your own prequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I just sat back and enjoyed, and then I watched Rocky Five, and I was like, "Oh." Yeah, yeah. So I had The Running Man. Go on, yeah. The Hangover. Yeah. And Rocky Four. No, the actual no. answers are Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. Caligula. Ooh. And Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. <laughs> Superman Four. There's got to be a fourth one in there. Of course there is. Tristan, what are your three favourite films? I'm not playing. In the mic. <laughs> I'm not playing. No, I'll tell you, they are The Garbage Pail Kids, the movie, yes. uh, The Star Wars Christmas Special, <laughs> and Highlander Endgame. Ooh. The end game's got a repeated shot in it, and it's got what's his name? What's the he was in the bad guy in Passenger 57? You'll know his name. Oh, Bruce Payne. Yeah, Bruce Payne's awful. <laughs> Do you, Charles you, Rain is yeah. not insane. insane. Do you not want to know my films as well? Cool. The little but you've given little them to yourself, yeah. Yeah, I have, yeah. Tron 1, <laughs> Weird Science, and The Last Airbender. Ooh. <laughs> You see, you've got two good films there. The last ever is terrible. Tron 1. I like Tron 1. The first Tron. Yeah. Weird Science is a class film. Weird, fal- si- weird, weird Phalanx, I almost said that. It was weird. Uh, no, Weird Science is fucking... It's a great film. So Look at me like that. Oh, no, I was thinking it actually segues as... Drifted off. Segues as real. I was like, fucking... Lost in a montage. like, fucking what? No, it segues as quite nicely into... Because there's loads that's sort of been happening over the last few weeks. And one of them is that Sylvester Sloan has now stepped down from directing Creed 2. Oh, right. Because okay. Creed was obviously... I haven't seen, but have been told by everybody that it's a great movie. And he jumped in and was like, okay, well, I'm going to direct the next one. Ah. And everyone sort of went... Okay, and now he's stepped down from that, so Creed 2 could still be like a great film. Uh, What else is going on? Affleck has officially quit as Batman, although we'd known that he's wanted to quit for like the last few months. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's actually officially come out and said that he's not going to do the Batman solo movie or be in it. His last outing for Batman will be in part of the Flash film that they're putting together at the moment. I mean, that... That was, that was going absolutely nowhere though, wasn't it? Like, no, it's... Ba- Baffleck as Batman. That's a, that's a waste of his time. Yeah, totally. But I mean, how, how pissed off do you have to be? Because he's, you know, he's a good actor. He's a very talented director. He's a good writer as well. You know, he won an Oscar for writing. Right? You're given your own Batman movie that you can write, direct and star in and you tap out of it. Like, what are the restrictions being placed on you so, to, to actually be like, do you know what, fuck this, I'm out. But hold on, was, um, 
So was he in line to write and direct and star in like the next Batman standalone film? Was yeah. He? Yeah. Sorry, I just realised you... nodding it doesn't help in audio form <laughs> whatsoever. But when was that supposed? Like twenty nineteen or something? No. Well, the thing, the, the only thing I can think of is that they're they're trying to bring out uh, the DC are trying to bring out like a movie every year, like Marvel's doing, but they don't have a roadmap for it at all. Which means I can imagine that he's in he's handed in like a draft or something like that, and they're like, yeah, this is great. And he's like. This isn't fucking ready yet. Like, this is just to show you where we're going. I'm like, no, you know, you've got to go next year. It's like, okay, fuck this. Like, mm. I'm gone. Like, I think it's quite disappointing because I think if he hadn't been constrained by whatever these, you know, these fucking movies are, yeah. then maybe could have, you know, could have gone somewhere. I mean, he's certainly got the chin. No. He's not the best look for Batman, though, is he? You know, I don't think it's the best look out of the most you mean in terms of Batman. suit or all of it we're talking the power of the chin or yeah chin like his face like um i preferred the, the nolan look the, the oh, bale kind yeah, of yeah but i mean that's bale, that's where the bars bale podged into that little uh masculine forced him to talk like that yeah cockney <laughs> <laughs> that's that is not bale um yeah i don't know i don't like the um zack snyder batman look He's I mean, he is so big. Heavy. Like, I'm gonna have to. I'm stepping away from the mic. Like, he's so padded. You can just imagine all the like rubber and padding squeak. He looks like fucking Spider-Man did in the Sam Raimi ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where he actually yeah, yeah. looked like you could see the padding and shit underneath the suit. Yeah. It that, exactly. It looks padded. You know, rather than physically um, like intimidating. Or like kind of like those muscle suits that they all wear yeah, on exactly. patrols. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a fucking stag dude. <laughs> It just cost them $75,000, you know, or to that. So, yes, yeah, so Affleck is officially out. So it's a shame that we never got to see what he was going to throw down. But he's not going to have made the decision lightly. And if you're an actor, you know, you know when something's not right. Like when a film, if you're in a film that's not good and you know if you're no good in it as well. So, you know, he's probably done the right thing to tap out. Yeah. Um, the uh, Ready Player One trailer. Yeah, it's the full trailer is Ready Player One. Do you know about this? Never no, read the book? No, no. It's a fantastic book set in the future where there's a new internet, like a fully immersive internet called the Oasis. And there's been a revival. Do you, do you just mean virtual reality? It is basically virtual reality, it's yeah. A fully immersive internet. Imagine that. <laughs> it's basically virtual reality. Right? It is, yeah. All right. It's, it's virtual reality. Virtual, no, but it's, headset on. in the time period, there's been a resurgence in 80s culture. Um, and eighties pop culture, like especially so. Thanks, Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, way before that, mate. Way before. Um, and the owner, the creator of the internet, has just died. And the, it kind of starts with saying, "You know, I'm James Halliday, and if you're watching this recording, I'm dead." And what he's done is he's hidden Easter egg inside the Oasis, and anyone who finds it gets control of the Oasis. Oh, okay. um, but it was thought of to be an Im an impossible movie to make because it references so much IP that belongs to different people. So, for example, his car is a DeLorean. Right. You know, and somebody else has got the Batmobile, and there's, uh, there's Freddy Krueger as a character. Like, there's loads of other the intellectual property that's owned by different studios. So I think what they eventually did is found the studio which owned the most intellectual property. Okay. And went, okay, well, maybe it won't be a DeLorean, maybe it'll be this instead, but it'll be, it'll be something you recognise. Recognisable. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so they got Spielberg to take the helm of it okay. which was a good choice like, yeah. I think if you're going to do the fantasy adventure like he's the one to go for well he was the exec producer for most of those films 
like the Back to the Future lot, oh, yeah. wasn't he? You know, all of that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, a lot of that IP, he's he's had a, he's, he's like, actually created. I hadn't actually yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah, massively. Yeah, I never actually thought of that. It's like a nice full circle as well. Yeah, yeah. Shit. But only if they get Dean Cundy involved. <laughs> that's why you're here. Um, so anyway, that's dropped. If you've not seen it, that's a shame. The the poster also features the longest leg in the world. Yeah, that is weird. You've seen that. That is, that is genuinely weird. Have you seen? Um, have either of you seen the poster for Tomb Raider, where she's got the really weird neck as well? Yeah, that's so also it's weird, it's a continuation it? of that the the abnormally long limbs. Now, honestly, this dude's climbing down from a ladder, and the way they've I think they drew like <laughs> they drew the rungs first and realizes that the gaps were way too big. <laughs> so rather than have this dude's leg floating, it's like double the length of the rest of his body. It's so <laughs> fucked up. I think Chris is actually googling it right now. I'm just gonna Google it so I can show Will. <laughs> that is excellent. That's ridiculous, isn't it? And this is a real thing, yeah. They the and they released this, and somebody yes. signed off on this. Yeah. What is that? Wow. His limb wow. is at least twice the length. Yeah. No. Yes. See a doctor. That's that's, that's bad. bad and then last of all, there's there's rumours circulating that Tarantino uh, wants to direct a new Star Trek movie. That'd be interesting. Right. Let's get stuck into this. Right. <laughs> Massive Star Trek fan. Yes. Will. Massive Star Trek fan, me. You couldn't really give a shit, could you? Not you, one shit. No. Not one shit. Okay. No, I'm just going to move the mic away from you. You know, like, you're no longer interesting to me. <laughs> Obviously, the first reaction from everybody has been really negative. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's panicking, thinking like suddenly everyone's like Picard's going to be monologuing about I don't know how much Andorians should be tipped. And I don't think that's the case. I think Tarantino is somebody who understands genre extremely well, understands format extremely well, and understands the world that he would be essentially writing and directing for as like when he was on about like doing a bond movie i thought actually that would be amazing people get stuck on the violence and i don't think that's what he would be doing in well, star I don't trek know. they've been threatening for years to show what a klingon disruptor up close can do to a person and i've never seen it so if anyone's going to show me that Tarantino well, would, uh, would be a good one. So the first thing, my argument got blown out of the water because the first thing they said was, oh, it's going to be R-rated. So it's like, oh, fuck, well, there goes that. Because I think one of the most jarring things about watching Star Trek Discovery was the moment where they would just went, this is so fucking cool. And I was like, oh. In the, like, in the t- new TV series. Yeah. But it is fucking cool, though, Tristan. It, but was, didn't, didn't you recoil at that cool. point? No, not really. I mean, I think Star Trek is kind of our generation now you know it's like it doesn't really matter that i swear people swear more than when we were younger and it's you know i agree i don't know to me it just felt really out of place um but anyway so he's going to be doing he's going to be doing it's going to be r-rated it's like okay but it does balance out the fact that he is a massive star trek fan that's like yeah just give him a film if it's shit it's shit and then you don't have to yeah but that's not carry on that's not how tarantino like operates though is it tarantino says didn't he say, like, I'm only going to make nine films and that's it? That's all you get, like, originally. From day one, like, I'm going to make nine films. I'm going to put everything I've got into every single one of them. I'm going to make every one of those films, like, uh, a Tarantino flick. This is, uh, like, this is an abandonment of that. No, like, I think this is going to count as one of them. Yeah, well, but, I mean, that's, that's totally Oh, not what you're expecting, piece, no sight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for Tarantino. Um, who creates his own like IP? Who fucking blows the doors off genre and then like strides in, adds his own modern twist to it, so you know it's a Tarantino flick and all that. Like, it's so strange to see him attached to a Star Trek film. Would you go and watch it? Yeah, because of course, absolutely. I would love to go and watch it. 
But, you know, like 30% I'd be bored of this. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and lastly, is anyone watching The Walking Dead? No. No. Oh, there we are. I was just going to say, God, how fucking dull is it at the moment? Right, that's it. I'm tapped out. I'm done. I'm Walking done. Dead, like, I literally, the third episode of that in series one, I was like, yeah, well, what's the point watching this anymore? Because I know exactly what's going to happen. Because it's just like, what else can you tell or show in a zombie film that hasn't already been filmed before? It was the bit where they were, like, in a car park. No, like a tower block or something. And then they realised that, like, the humans were more monstrous than the monsters. When it gets to that point in a zombie film, I'm like, oh, come on, that's every zombie film. I just saw that roadmap of every every single season, like, it's going to get to a cliffhanger, and then you're going to think something really significant is going to happen, and then they, like, ditch you, and the next season it starts off, and it's as if nothing ever happened, and that's going to, like, repeat again in the next season, and it's going to get to another cliffhanger, and then whatever. It's the pad. It's got, the padding is worse than Lost. Oh. Right, okay, so, Will, thanks for joining us today. It's all right. What do you want to talk about? Okay, you posed this, and I started thinking <laughs> with, you know, the way everything's gone. Like, everything is so surreal now with what's going on in this country, and, of course, the presidency of a certain Mr. Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. And it just got me thinking about portrayals of American presidents, um, fact and fiction, right. uh, within the movie, you know, within the movie world, and how they stack up. Because he was almost, you couldn't write Donald Trump, really. It seems... I'm still not entirely sure he is real. I, so... I think if somebody had actually written his character in a script, your notes back from the studio would be, this guy would never get elected, or this is unrealistic, or something this is to too that dystopian. Effect. Yeah. So, yeah, I just started thinking about fellas and even females who have played American prisons, fact and fiction, and... Can you think of any ones, any movies that you've... I mean, I've made a whole list and some of them are shit. You've made a spreadsheet. I have a spreadsheet with me of fake and real <laughs> presidents. So it depends how many of these you've seen. My question is, how many times does Morgan Freeman feature on that list? On mine, because I only went for films that I've seen. Uh, and I do believe he's only appeared once on mine as a fake president. What about Bill Pullman? Bill Pullman, once as a fake president. Technically twice, if we uh, count Independence Day resurgence. Yes, of we, we, course we do. Of course we do. So he's, though not the president of the United States, they're still Mr. President, aren't they? Yes, they are. President, yes. Still that, yeah, yeah. Well, well done for following that That's real right, world That's rule. all right. I can tell you who plays the, the other <laughs> fake real president. Uh, I hope you've taken your stuff as fucking seriously as well. President Ooh. Joshua T. Adams, played by William Fincher. Fitcher, he's, he's great. You don't see enough of him. Wait, who's Will, who's William Fitcher? Ah, uh, you're missing out. What? It's another Star he, Trek reference. I'm assuming it's, it's not fair to gang up him on Star Trek. I didn't actually look at his face, but I'm, I just <laughs> assumed he was the guy who I thought he was, who Which had been film? in like Armageddon. And, yes, uh, that's yeah, a, that's a good. Yeah. Uh, oh, quite yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. forehead, and he was in. <laughs> He was in one of the Batmans. He was yeah. one of the do you know whose money you're stealing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, know, I, know, I know you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, Independence Day Resurgence is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. But uh, so yeah, I mean, what? I mean, how do you want to do this? Do you want me to well, throw thing, some? Well, first of all, this is this is a this is a brilliant topic because uh, this, the United States is is kind of turning into like an '80s dystopian vision of itself from the '80s. Um, so I'm, I'm well up for this. What? So if you would go through your list. Uh, okay. Uh, do, do you want fake presidents or real presidents? Well, I, I don't know. What, what's, what have you listed? Fake and real presidents and then the films that they were in. Yeah. Are they, are they, are they, have you ranked them, Will? No, uh, they're Will. just in year order. 
What? So you just, so you just, <laughs> I copy and pasted at the last minute. What, what do you want from me? I don't know. We start off with uh, Robin Williams playing Theodore Roosevelt in Night at the Museum. CPS oh, yes. the Tomb from 2014. <laughs> like I say, I watch shit. So were these only films you've seen? Yeah, I mean, there's loads. I mean, Christ, I could have come with like yeah, 90 exactly. odd, yeah, exactly. you know, bits and bats. So okay, stop me when you want to talk about something. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Uh, and you'll be surprised how many Brits we have playing American presidents as well. Like Tom Wilkinson Tom in, uh, in Selma uh, playing uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. The yeah. very cuddly Lyndon B. Johnson, <laughs> as, you, uh, as you can imagine. Tom uh, have you seen lovely. Selma? No. No, no it's good. I, I, no I, I enjoyed it. It's... it's I've heard people say, oh, it's long and boring, but I quite like long and boring sometimes. It's just, I think it's well-paced, personally, rather than boring. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Uh, let's have a look. I have. think I could work back we have, Earth into that sentence. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> we have in a, a, a film which I enjoy called The Butler with, uh, what's his face, Ghost Dog, Where the Samurai? Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Slanzi. Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker, yeah. 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 So it's, the, it's basically, it's the White House's butler who... who uh, who serves under all the different presidents. And it's a nice cavalcade of, of people. So you have Robin Williams again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah you, you, that's... What that film shows, The Butler, is that Will is quite intelligent, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, no, don't, 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 don't label uh, me with that. First I just use big words like cavalcade. <laughs> I'm not even quite sure that's right. Um, so you have lots of... I mean, so you have Robin Williams back as, as uh, Eisenhower. Uh, you have James Marsden as John F. Kennedy. And he does, he does a good job. Um, he's very I find Cyclops, him very Cyclops you know, he's very Cyclops. G whiz <laughs> oh, isn't he Cyclops <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I've always he's, he's very yeah I, I, I don't dislike him I he's kind good of, in Westworld that's what I was going to get to but yeah in Westworld you're like okay again like you were waiting for this character you've been too it's like Cyclops is a pretty much non-character isn't he like yeah I mean Cyclops is just yeah he's, he, that's pretty pretty wet as a character isn't he and then he was cast like he's in Superman as just like when they did Superman Returns as just yeah, like yeah. love interest. Yeah. Have you seen Robot and Frank with Frank Langella? No, I keep wanting it's to. It's lovely, watch. and he's in that. He's he's a he's Frank's son. I haven't seen Robot and Frank. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I really uh, wanted to. Also in the Butler, you have Lee Schreiber uh, as Lyndon B. Johnson. Yeah. Uh, you have John Cusack as Richard Nixon. Oh, he is a good turn. Uh, Alan Rickman is Ronald Reagan. It's called The Butler. This is yeah. the best film ever made. So he's just a butler. He starts as a young man. What? And then he just he just goes throughout his life, and it's all these different presidents coming and going, and all that kind of. Who, who plays young Forrest Whitaker then? I think it's just Forrest Whitaker who just gets aged up. <laughs> just age him up. Yeah. Okay, so I thought he was like like Moonlight. He's a grown man. Stages when he of his life. Okay. No. Uh, and you have a, a fellow called Orlando Eric Street who plays Barack Obama as well. So oh, you can see, you know, it's quite recent then. Yeah, 2013. <laughs> Next, okay, we have and a film I could never get down with, but these two actors I really like is Lincoln. I just couldn't get into Lincoln. So you have Daniel Day-Lewis Daniel and Day Jared Lewis. Harris as well, playing uh, Ulysses S. Grant. I like Jared Harris. Who's uh, Jared? Who's that? Uh, Richard Harris's son, who oh. uh, I guess Moriarty in the second Sherlock Holmes film. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Downey one. No, is that Richard yeah, he's, in, he's, yeah. he's one of the bad guys in um, The Expanse as well. Are you watching that on sci-fi? I've got four episodes in and I just can't, it's just not clicking with me. Fair enough. We're talking about the Thomas Jane one, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I tried, I really tried, I tried. That's, I your, tried. Walk, that's your Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, if maybe, you were me and it maybe. was The Walking Dead. I'm, I, I'm, the problem, my problem with The Expanse is, <laughs> it's the sound editing I have real trouble with. 
Um, okay, go on. Like hearing, maybe I'm just going deaf, but there's a lot going on and I'm having difficulty. I nearly bought a hearing aid the other day in Aldi just because <laughs> they were on offer for nine ninety nine. I thought, maybe that might help. Yeah, the Expanse is kind of a tough one. I think I kept coming back to it for Thomas Jane because I thought, like, it's just good when you see him in anything, yeah, really, yeah. to be fair. Um, but yeah, it's not, I'm not watching it because I'm really connecting with anybody. In fact, now I think about it, I have no idea why I'm fucking watching it, but I'm two seasons deep Well, it's in still it. on my watch list. <laughs> two seasons? So yeah. Obviously, obviously I'm still going to come back to it because I haven't deleted it from my watch list. It's wanting to know what the hell's happening. Yeah, it's just, I, well, I need to be able to hear it. How about Frank Langella in Frost Nixon doing uh, yes, as Nixon? Yes, great show. He was... Yes, that was... That was um, cause I, in fact, you've probably got the same feeling. I only remember David Frost, Sir David Frost, as someone who was on through the keyhole, well, was on. I don't remember him from that. I remember him. He was just. Bit, he was on TV on Sunday mornings, and that meant nothing yes. else interesting was on. Yes. So to see Martin Sheen playing, I I was like, David fucking Frost was what? He was David a game Frost show was host? a fucking sex symbol. He yeah, was he the was. game show. Like what? The actual. Fuck? I can bring our conversation round full circle because we went when we were in studying media studies in sixth form. We went down to a Yorkshire TV in Leeds to watch uh, an episode being filmed of Through the Keyhole. Did you? Yeah. And one one of the, you know, on the whole, they had the section of who lives in a house like this. Yes. And they go through. And the secret mystery guest was Donald Trump. Was he? Yeah. Oh. So and it went all the way through. And do you remember Henry Kelly from Going for Gold? Yes. <laughs> Henry Kelly, who, or who the mothers love. Yeah. Behind the scenes, <laughs> okay. he's a wonderful bastard. Because <laughs> when they were talking about Donald Trump, he just suddenly went fucking wanker. Like that. Hey. He was just, and everyone's like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it ended up being Donald Trump in his big gold house. Fuck. His garish amazing. horribleness. Was it like in, in, in Trump Towers or something like that? Well, was it, it, like one of his, uh, it was one of his many like, fucking horrible. And of course, he, you know, so it, it was just him feed it in, you know, kind of a, not leaving a live feed, like yeah. a pre-recorded thing. So, yeah, Ooh, yeah there you oh, go. Yeah. Back to, all comes back to Trump. Just the idea that that old man could have been instrumental in bringing down, like, one of the most famously corrupt presidents. Henry Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> not old. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm going to so happy I'm quite happy I'm going to start touching you <laughs> under the table in a minute. Um, that, that kind of always <laughs> fucking blew my mind. And oh, I just got pictures of Sir David Frost presenting any game show. Is just. Did you do game shows? Did yeah. Really? Did game shows. That's why they didn't take him seriously when he wanted to do the interview. Because, like, what, you're a game show host. So they set like, Nixon up with a sort of safe interviewer. Yeah, basically. Well, they ended up fucking him, which is brilliant. <laughs> Frost turns up. I'm doing a game show in five years, mate. <laughs> Like thinking about how far we've come, there's a bit where they sit down to do the interview, and f- and Nixon throws him off his game by suggesting that his Italian shoes he's wearing are a bit feminine, and that totally throws him off his game. It's like Jesus, mate! Like fucking, oh, that is gentle banter as well. <laughs> what well, really? like, girly old t- shoes? <laughs> I guess. By today's standards, it's pretty vanilla, isn't it? It is. Hit us next. Okay. um... These are gold. Yeah. A, a couple of actors who I really enjoy in a film which is thoroughly meh. Uh, we have um, playing the Bushes. We have uh, James Cromwell as Bush Senior and uh, Josh Brolin as Bush Junior in um, W. Yeah, good shout. And I wanted to really like it. I wanted to really... But I was just like... Yeah. I like the concept because when Oliver Stone said he was going to do the film, his, his idea was... He said it's easy to hate Bush. 
Although, by the way, like looking back, how oh, much you miss him now? Jesus! But he said the the challenge would be to make him sympathetic. Josh Brolin, like in liberal Hollywood, he does sort of come across as uh, the most sort of right wing of the Hollywood bunch, and therefore like the most appropriate to play like. Yeah. One of the bushes. Yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I tend to split art from artist. Uh, so they can what? be. A... What's that look like? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's next? Uh, actually, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss out Pearl Harbor because that's just a clusterfuck of epic oh. proportions. Uh, we have, I mean, I struggle with trying to work out who's played Abraham Lincoln the best. And it's between Daniel Day Lewis, of course, yeah. Yeah. or Brendan Fraser in Bezazzled. Brendan Fraser was he the American when was, was he Lincoln in Bedazzle I love Bedazzle I love Bedazzle as well yeah it's only a small little bit when because yes Doctor and getting the getting the barber why why is no one mentioning all of the presidents from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey or Bill and Ted's Bo- Excellent Adventure because that's from uh, that's from uh, the late 80s and it's halfway down my list yes there, so, you know, that, can we skip going. to there just like Bill and Ted uh, hang about, let me, I've only got boss. two more we've got Anthony Hopkins and Nigel Hawthorne both Brits in Amistad uh, and then we're on to Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. <laughs> Just, I'm going to skip through Amistad. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's good, watch it. Um, but then, yeah, so you're talking about Robert V. Barron. Be yes, good I, to each other and yes. party on, dudes. <laughs> yes. And it's good. That is a really convincing Lincoln from the pictures I've seen and from the... Uh, from what we reckon he, you know, he spoke like. <laughs> from your research. Oh, yeah. From the research I've done on Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> that's my research. Oh, that's good. Um, and then we have you right okay this is actually an exceptional film which I really enjoy uh, the two of you may or may not have seen it from 1983 called The Right Stuff it's yeah. about um, basically the inception of NASA and all that kind of thing yeah um, Ed right. Harris is in it uh, you yeah. have Harry Shearer Jeff Goldblum yeah I've seen, uh, I've seen that film yeah no, no you haven't have you with your shifty eyes no to the side back wait have I Ed Harris. Yeah, I've seen that film. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's they Ed Harris. They go to the moon, they can't land, they fly around, they have to come back. Well, no, that's, Apollo, that's Apollo 13. Apollo 13, yeah, yeah. yes, but that's Ed what Harris I've seen. I've seen win that. Great. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. But the right stuff is worth a look. The right stuff? Yeah, and you've had two guys who you probably haven't heard of playing Eisenhower and Johnson. What, so, in Bill and Ted? No, in the right stuff. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I recommend it. I recommend watching the right stuff. It's a well-made piece of... Right, should we go on to Yes, fish? please, yes. <laughs> Tristan, feel free to cut as you see fit. Uh, shall I go from? Shall I go from? Uh, I'm just wondering how long we can keep this uh, about, going for. About sixty right, minutes. I'm going to start the other way this time. So Ooh. let's start with. Uh, okay, here you go. Peter Sellers as President Merkin Muffley in Doctor Strangelove. It's a classic. Doctor Strangelove is a great film. Yeah, and it's one of the many many characters he plays. When was when was Strangelove released? Like sixty four. Yeah. Okay. So that's before Tristan, your cut off, isn't it? For films that you refuse to watch. Yeah, it's probably around there. Yeah. <laughs> How about we go? <laughs> that sound you heard was people going like really dick and then leaving the podcast. Which, which I think is a fair is a fair point to make because it I, is black and white, you know. So. No, I don't have an issue with black and white. I don't have an issue with black and white. There's something about. <laughs> but the point is, I would love to challenge you to watch like a shitload of classic films from before that date like which is what like late 70s uh, uh, well no i mean I, some of the 80s stuff i find quite difficult yeah. um but yes yeah, so i think my cut my cutoffs around sort of 65 yeah. there's oh, something fuck off. this is 64 you can't necessarily <laughs> throw 65 <laughs> no like obviously i've seen dr strangelove but like the I, there's something about the pace of the editing that i just can't 
I can't deal with. Um, and it's like for better words, like it's not a very it's not a very cool thing to admit, but it just yeah. Like at least you admit it though. That's you know. Well, that's what I love about you because like Justin is fearless <laughs> in this. In this the face of like, the microphone. <laughs> exactly. Like, um, but anyway, so I am going to make you watch some absolute gold from you know before that era, uh, and some not so gold shit from maybe early eighties. That's I would love to hear your your opinion on. Wonderful. Because like, it will change your opinion of cinema. I find that very. What well, it will change my opinion of '80s cinema or cinema just in general. Cinema in general, because like you know, like films from the '50s, the '60s. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you watch them, and you're gonna absolutely love them. Do I get to challenge you back if I have to endure like headaches on celluloid? Or absolutely. Okay. Yes, of course. So I can pick stuff that either I think that you won't like, or stuff that maybe I think you'll like and you've missed, depending on how nice I feel. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm up for that. That sounds wicked. Okay. Okay. It's just a little moment then, isn't it? <laughs> this is what the listeners get to hear every week, isn't it? Yeah. What, um, um, I can jump forward to 1981 for you if you want. Wait, that would wait, make wait. it much easier for me. But it's on Strange Love. Yeah. That would be like l- lubrication of time. Pervy description of time. Yeah. I didn't really have a point to make about Dr. Strange Love, so I shouldn't have opened my mouth. Let's skip forward 16 or 17 years to uh, a, a little known film called. Uh, it's cult. It's called Escape from New York. Oh, and a fella a called uh, Donald <laughs> Pleasance playing oh. President White. Isn't TV's Blofeld. Isn't that... Oh, really? What, James Bond's Blofeld? Of course it was, mate. Oh. Is that Donald... I never... Is that actually Donald Pleasance? Yeah. I had yeah. no idea that, that that face was associated with that name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't think I could ever fucking watch that movie. Right, I'm going to jump forward to the early 90s here with another oh, yeah, actor yeah. who I really like. Uh, Kevin Klein in Dave. Yeah, I really like show. Dave the film. It's a, it's a sweet little number, I think. Great show. Um, and I guess you could throw Ben Kingsley in that because spoilers, he gets sworn in at the end as president, not Ben Kingsley, but president uh, uh, Gary Nance. Gary not non- Nance. <laughs> yeah, Gary Nance. Oh, no. um, <laughs> so would also Nance. would also be suitable in the current climate. Yeah. 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 So um, so yeah, I, I I think Dave's a lovely film. Uh, Kevin Klein can uh, appear more. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm up for um, that. Um, and then we move on to the classic Independence Day from 96, which doesn't really hold up anymore. Independence Day. Yeah, I loved oh, it as a kid. sounds like a great film. What's that about? Oh, it's about, basically, you know, America's done fucking the rest of the world. So yeah. they need someone else to fuck. And it's aliens. Aliens, yeah, so well. The rest, aliens. Of us, the rest of us sit around and wait for America to sort this out. Sweet. Drinking tea in the desert. Sir, the Americans have got a plan. About bloody time. Yeah. What do they intend to do? Yeah. Oh, this tea was getting really, really, really cold. <laughs> Um, That's how we feel about that scene. And, a cla- and again, maybe the most Trumpian president we have here is President James Dale from Mars Attacks, played by Jack Nicholson. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's uh, you know that's a uh, that's, that's a great one. Mars Attacks still on, still stands up on Independence Day, by the way. Yeah. Do you remember watching that at the cinema? Loved it. How good was that film? At oh cinema? god, yeah. four like, times. Saw it four, yeah. times. four times. I saw it twice. I was like, ah, oh, my god. Do you remember um, like how old we must have been? Like fifteen or something like uh, that. I would have been yeah, fifteen. Do you remember the, like the state of people in that audience in that, like every showing? They all clapped at the end, didn't they? They clapped. Yeah. Didn't have I, any... I fucking saluted. <laughs> Bled red, white, and blue all over the place. Go outside and punch someone. He's like, "Welcome to Earth." <laughs> what a movie! Oh, it has that? It hasn't held up. No, of course it hasn't. No, it it's hasn't. awful, isn't it? Most of the time, three stars. Yeah. How about a random left field one? From uh, can you tell me who played President Lindbergh in The Fifth Element? 
This will be one for you. Oh, you must know the answer to this one, Chris. No, I don't know that guy's name, but I know who you mean with the kind of like bong eye. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny Tom Lister Jr. Is or that Tom his Lister name? Jr. Well, I'm assuming Tiny is kind of like a little John kind of thing because he's yeah. fucking massive. Yes, he's massive. So, uh, I love that actor. What else has he been in? Uh, he was in one of the Batmans, one of the Nolan Batmans. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, he's been in fair bits again, usually playing kind of scary-looking dudes. Actually, we're going to turn this into a little Great game. Okay. I am going to uh, we'll do it in we'll do it in threefold. I'm going to give you the president's name, yep. and you can buzz in and tell me if you know the film. And then if you don't get that, then I'm going to give you the film. You can tell me who played the president in that film. Perfect. How yes. about we turn this into a game? Yeah, that sounds great. I'll so just warm if up you my can get connection, and then we can uh, get cracking. Well, <laughs> phones on the table, face down. Fuck's sake. If you can get any of these from the president's name, I will be very, very impressed. Okay, so this president, and play at home if you like. This president is called President James Marshall. This is a film from 1997. President James Marshall. We need more clues, Will. Well, you can just take a well, guess. Well, like the actor's no. name would be a big help. And the f- name no, of the film no, they were in. No, you tell me the actor's oh, name. That's, 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 the, that's the answer we have to give. <laughs> that was the joke. Oh, oh what a joke. funny oh, man. Oh, shit. Okay, the film is that called really Air good. Force One. <laughs> Hey. Air Force One. Air Force One. Oh, so it's Harrison Ford. It is. Well done. Never so, uh, so Tristan, you get to punch uh, Chris in the face now. Whoa, let's <laughs> punch me in the face. Don't worry, you might get pulled back. Oh, okay, right. Now. Right, I'm just going to give you straight up uh, the film. Okay, so the president's name, we're, we're, we're skipping forward a year here, 1998. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. president is called Tom Beck. And the film is called Deep Impact. Morgan Freeman? Oh, you get to punch Chris again. There you go. We are moving forward. His name in this is just The President. 1999, and it is Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. What what do we have to guess again? What fucking idea. I saw that film once. Oh, do you have to guess the actor? Yes. Where the fuck have you been? I don't know. I was just thinking about something else. Shit, uh, which was that? Is that the third one? No, the second uh, one. Second one, I believe. Mm. Yeah, I it's, it's, it's a little bit of a cameo. Yeah, it will be a cameo. It's a bit the whole kind of. I believe it's the bit where they're laughing at Doctor Evil because he wants one million dollars. Oh, Tim Robbins. Yeah, yeah, there you oh, go. Shit, yes, I remember that now. Fuck, oh, fire. This will be a hard one for you. We're going uh, to 2006 uh, with the film um, Idiocracy. So it's the Mike Judge film. Oh, and it's sh- President Dwayne Alonzo Mountain Dew. with the long hair. I have no idea what that actor's name is. What? No, I haven't got a clue. Terry Crews, his name is. Oh, Terry, Terry Crews, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. with the long hair. Well, he's, he's got, he's got dreadlocks yeah. in it. Oh, right, okay. Uh, we are over to 2009 now. President Thomas Wilson, and the film is a classic already. 2012. Oh, I haven't seen 2012. <laughs> Shit. Oh, who cares? Danny Glover. There you go. Is it really? Danny, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Uh, here you go. Legend. How about we go into... Mm, Iron Man 3 in 2013. Who played President Matthew Ellis? Ooh. It's a face you'll know, but a name you might not. He's been in lots. We need a clue. We need a clue. What, do you want all the stuff he's been in? Yeah, well, he, he, he was a clue. the stuttering inmate in the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, Bill Sadler? Yeah. Fuck's sake. You get to really punch good. Chris in the face again. Really good. Yeah. So 2013. I'm just curious, why, when does this end? I mean, are you going through the whole list? Uh, I've got four more. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. I'm there. 2013, White House Down. Oh, it's um, fucking Morgan Freeman again, isn't it? No. Ooh. Tristan's out. You get to claw one back here. Uh, well, I need Maybe he's... Uh, Better okay. I haven't seen White House Down. Okay, uh, he is... Um, need more films. Okay, he played, let's see, a homeless... Virtuoso uh, cellist. I fucking know the answer to this. 
<laughs> and he obviously can't what? spell his last name correctly. What are you on about? I need more clues than that. Okay. Uh, he was in another film with Tom Cruise where Tom Cruise had grey hair and was a psychopath who ends up riding the train forever. Jamie Foxx? Yes, well done. Oh, that was easy, Will. <laughs> in the like same that. vein... <laughs> As White House down, I'm going to take you over to Olympus Has Fallen. Uh, Morgan Freeman? Nope. Jamie Foxx? Nope. Jamie Freeman? Nope. White guy. Really white. Really, really Aryan. What? His name's almost Aryan. Dolph Lundgren? He had half a melty face in something. Oh, Tommy Lee Jones! No, no, the other one! <laughs> Shit! What's his name? His first name's almost Aryan. It's killing me! Aaron, um. What the hell does that mean? Aaron, Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart, there oh, we go. I'll see you later. Aaron, I went to Aaron. Batman Forever. Instead of anyone of the Nolan films. <laughs> Alright, so I found a list on IMDb, the IMDb, mm. the other week, and um, it's labelled the most disappointing movies of all time. So I thought we could run through just a, a couple of them. I'm going to love half of this list. I know I am. Okay. I know because Rocky Four is number one, isn't it? No, it's not, mate. Rocky Four is genuinely good. Um, this is <laughs> this basically makes up all of Tristan's favourite films, um, starting with Tristan. I'm here. X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, okay. What was this disappointing? Yeah, totally. Although you could tell it was going to be from shit. the fact that he was walking away from the fire. And we were well over the hero walking away from the fire shot by then. Cool guys don't look at the explosions, right? That's the one that's got Will I Am and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, the trailer was Will I Am in it. The trailer was cut with the music from Sunshine. Right. So I was like, ooh, I'm in, because it's got like some really bassy weighted like notes from the piano. It was just lovely and it's got I forget the name of the actor who was playing uh, a striker. Um, but he's really good. So I was like, yeah, okay, but by the time by the time we'd seen the shot of him flying through the air towards the oncoming helicopter. Oh, every, every Wolverine film, he does that same shot, doesn't he? You know, where he jumps in the air and his little claws out. Well, if you look like that, you would, wouldn't you? Yes, you would. Is this the one with uh, Lee Schreiber as yeah. Sabretooth? I thought that was really good casting. That yeah, is good okay, casting. Yeah, that's yeah. Cl- that really good casting. But, uh, yeah, they kind of wrecked Deadpool. And I think that actually, maybe, Origin Wolverine kind of went a long way to giving us Deadpool. I think Ryan Reynolds kind of wanted to... I think he couldn't handle having fucked quite up possibly. that and Green yeah. Hands. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's not his fault that, you know, Weapon X went that way in that film. So, yeah. But I reckon it gave him a little bit of impetus to... And it to gave, me. like, um, in, in Deadpool, it gave him, like, shit to riff off. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, so. that's gold. So, okay, that got 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Oh, that's, that's well within my gold locks. Yes, though. it is, mate. And that's, that's ranked as the 13th most disappointing film of all time. Oh, really? I think that's, that's all harsh. I mean, it is a shit film, though. But then again, it's, it's better than, like, X-Men Last Stand. Well, cool. oh, I agree. It, though, that must yeah. be on the list. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's number 12, then? Okay, number 12 is Assassin's Creed. Oh, that was uh, always going to be wank. Is that Terrible the one with Jake Gillen? No, no, that's um, that was um, Prince of Persia. Persia. This is the one with uh, Magneto, Fassbender. Yeah, uh, I don't believe I've seen it. No, fuck that. Unlikely action star. No, that was always going to be shit. Something's gone on there, hasn't it? Like, why has Fassbender agreed to do Assassin's Creed? He clearly doesn't give a shit about the game. Bucket load of money. Oh, money! I forgot <laughs> about money. Yes, of course. What about number 11? Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Yeah. They're raping Kingdom it! Kingdom of Earth. South Park nailed it. Get away, they totally nailed it. Yeah. 
What else can you say about that? What uh, it didn't need to be done. Didn't need to be. Not at I all. mean, I, I have to say that I thought, is it Temple of Doom is the second one? Which one? Yeah, is? yeah. I thought that was shit. Did you? Yeah. Temple of Doom? Yeah. So when people are like, I can't believe they made a shit Indiana Jones, like, yeah, but they said Kalima, Kalima. Like, yeah, they're yeah, all eating monkey weird. brains. This is a little bit. Mm, oh, you know, I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. Temple of Doom was good though. They had the little minecart chase at the beginning when there's clearly little dummies in there, like, very shit, like pre CGI. Did they not jump out of the plane in a, di- in a dinghy? Was that yeah. that one? Yeah, of course they did. So there's, it's no more preposterous him fucking being chucked in a fridge in this one. Number yes. Th- oh, that was awful. Number three. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Number three is Iron Man 3. Better than Iron Man 2. Yeah, much better, but still, my issue with that. Is weird because I liked Iron Man because it didn't take itself too seriously, but yeah. I didn't like Iron Man three because it didn't take itself seriously enough. Shane Black like wrote and directed, didn't he? Yeah, I thought that was all right. I yeah, I enjoyed it. The um, Ben Kings of it was a bit like that was a bit shit, wasn't it? I quite like the fact that because didn't the original was it called the Mandarin? Was that yeah, yeah. Didn't he kind of look like that in the comics? So it was like campy and I think you so. Know, yeah, so that was a like nice that. little twist. I thought so. Guy Pearce ends up being the Mandarin. That's, that's all right. I quite well, like, they, you know. they did kind of back themselves into a corner though, because as soon as they they'd made up this thing of you know the Mandarin's actually just an actor, and none of it's real and stuff like that, then they did a sh- they were like oh yeah shit now we we really have ruined it if we want to do the Mandarin so they they then went, <laughs> who remembers the fucking Mandarin oh no <laughs> but then they went and did a short which actually proved that the real Mandarin was really pissed off with him for taking his name. I thought Iron Man, Iron Man 3 is not the third most... Or maybe, I guess because it's disappointing, like, um, it's a, it's part of Marvel's early uh, yeah. build-up to the cinematic universe and all that shit, like, they're trying to build momentum. Mm. I didn't think it was that bad, though. No, again, it was... I watch Marvel for just... Ent- but it's popcorn for the eyes, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's all I need. What, uh, Iron Man 2, is that the one with Mickey Rourke? Sam Rockwell is bad in that film, though. Yeah, he is, yeah. They're quite similar to me, like Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3. Um, but Iron Man 3, I, 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 lo- I like Shane Black's writing in that. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is, is a hilarious film. Um, and no, Shane Black, is he Hawkins in Predator? Yeah, yeah exactly. Shane yeah, Black. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's going to write and direct the next Predator film. Cool. Predators. Awesome. Come on. That is no, it. we've That's had Predators. What's it called? It's probably What's called it really Predators. Called? <laughs> What's it really the called? The Predator. Okay. I Predator. Because <laughs> Predators is a wicked movie. I like Predators. I like, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, Both a... of you, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> what? I went to the cinema by myself and had a whole cinema to, my, cinema to myself to watch Predators. Totally worth it. Oh, yeah. It's like a proper return like to the to the original. Is it though? Thoroughly enjoyable, mate. What, they got like, little Predator dogs in it? They're not, we don't know what they are. Are they predator dogs? They could be. Has it got predator dogs in it? I made that up in my head. Is it really? You haven't seen it? No. Ah. No. It has, hasn't it? It kind of, kind of. Oh, well, like predator bats or predator? No. No, don't. Don't, don't be yeah. silly. One out of it. Fucking stupid. So, yeah, the next predator film is going to be class because Shane Black's writing and directing it. He played Hawkins in the original yeah, predator. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Awesome. I'm, I'll tell, I'm thinking, I watched AVP 1 and 2. Yeah, so yeah. did I. It didn't mean I liked them. I watched them, though. I don't. I Got couldn't get all the way through AVP two when that girl gets stapled to the wall. I was. I tapped out at that point. Not because of that. Just because she, even the fact that she was so annoying and she died in that way. I was like, I just. I, it's not made me happy. I went to watch it with a colleague when we were working in Norwich, and we had a fire in the cinema. And we still, we still went back in to finish watching it. That's almost as bad as our fucking Batman and Robin story. Oh, yes. God, when we were kids, we went to see Batman and Robin together. And um, there was a power cut midway through the film. 
Yeah. And it was clear after a while the power wasn't going to come back on and somebody actually came in and said, right, we'll give you all free tickets to any film you want to see, you know, valid for a month. So as we were leaving, like my mum was driving us. Like, <laughs> and the, the sign, like the electricity came back on and the cinema sign like, and lights all lit back up and we went straight back in. Because Batman and Robin was classmates. <laughs> and it was big at the time and we needed to see the end. You need to see more Batman nipples than you. More nipples, more puns. That's completion addiction for you. Yes, it is. You're sending me to the cooler. Exactly, mate. Um, number two is Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. The one yes. was fun. First one yeah. was, was like, like, yeah, alright. Right. Right. I, right. I loved Transformers as a kid. Yeah. And their insatiable, drugged out need for Energon cubes. Yes. Constantly. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so... Yeah, but uh, but yeah, they just pretty much went to shit. And how many are there now? Is it five or six? I don't know. It's about five or six. Uh, Not one of them. And how much money have they pumped into making those? It's, Billions of dollars. It's the Asian market. The Japanese fucking love it. And, uh, we, we can't get bogged down in the Japanese every episode. But God's <laughs> sake, you emailed this as well to us beforehand. We have Stop to, doing that with your eyes, Chris. <laughs> we have to, I'm not doing everything with my eyes. None of these films are as good as Transformers the movie, the feature-length animation from Oh, the yeah, yeah, the original motion picture. The For a on. time, I thought about sparing your puny planet Cybertron, but now you will witness its dismemberment! Hey, once I talk some TV, now the news, don't touch the dial. <laughs> oh, I want to do a little voice, but I can't remember any... <laughs> that was, that was... It was great, and, and it was merciless as well, the way they just yes. killed off everybody. It's like, Optimus here, Prime. buy this. Yes. Buy these new guys. Optimus yeah, yeah, Prime, yeah. Ultra Magnus. They was all just fucking destroyed. What was the, what was the thing called? The... the the sound wave? Or no, no, no. The, the thing that yeah, Ultra Magnus mean. had, the, the MacGuffin, they had to put the finger. Hot Rod puts his fingers into it. At the oh, end yeah, yeah. The, uh, oh, the, uh, oh, it's like it the Matrix, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's the Matrix. Yes. yes. Everything's like, you set the Matrix with like our darkest hours. Yeah. He's trying to open it and then gets his head blown off. The soundtrack is immense as well. Get your hands on that. Yes. Love that shit. Um, I could probably sing it now. I won't. But... but you can't. That's the second, according to IMDb, the second most disappointing film of all time. Who in their right mind is literally expecting that to yes, be Yes, who's excited, shite. yeah. Come on. So that's bollocks. Number one is The Last Airbender, which I had a little gag about earlier. I uh, started watching that with the mystics. I thought this could be like kind of just mad high magic fun, yeah. but it was terrible. Was it? Got 15 minutes in, I was like this. But when the kind of the Nickelodeon logo came in at the oh, beginning, I was like, oh, right, okay, maybe. And this isn't a sign of quality for me. Were you in the cinema? No, no, okay. it's, it's on Netflix. Because when the trailer came up for this, I was in the cinema, and the title came up, and I actually went, <laughs> like, Everybody out loud. Won. Oh, and <laughs> it was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know, is The Last Airbender based on something, or is it, is it a Yeah, book? it's like is an anime, it, isn't it? Is, yeah. is it anime? Yeah. Okay, I can see if you're invested in that, because anime can be wonderfully harrowing and amazing and just mind-opening all at the same time and I suppose when they come to do Are you, you better not be talking about Kira because that's uh, No, that's it, I'm thinking more like kind of Ghost in the Shell was oh, great oh, yeah. um, and the Street Fighter Street Fighter movie is, Street Fighter's oh, classic it's, it's Yeah, it's fucking yeah. classic Yeah, yeah. totally um, What's the guy that played um, No, the anime the anime Street Fighter movie The anime movie Not the live action Yes, thank you for joining us (laughs) Just busy looking at this list (laughs) The anime film is class of Street Fighter But you want about like the guy from Adam's Family playing Yeah, there's two of us who were like Oh yeah, it's the best film ever Yeah Yeah. That's his last film as well, isn't it? Yeah Which is a shame 
Uh, but then it got, you got what's his, what is it? Orson Welles' last film was Transformers, the original motion <laughs> picture. So that's he's got on a high there. Love that. Love Orson Welles, like getting fed up with like doing an advert recording peas. <laughs> <laughs> that's class, isn't it? The um, yeah. So what, what what we're chatting about? Ghost in the Shell. Uh, good anime yeah yeah good anime I've, I've been watching a lot of kind of uh, Japanese animation on, oh, on Netflix a lot. That's, a, that's, a, that's a rabbit hole <laughs> there's one it's, it's not hentai it's not fucking hentai it is worry. it's, it's, it's much hentai it's tentacle porn um, <laughs> but there's a great one and it's fucking weird uh, it's called um, uh, uh, it's something about um, it's not Clash of the Titans but it's something with titans in the title and it's this uh it's about giant robots. No, kind of giant. It's it's a it's a human walled city. The humans have have kind of retreated behind these great walls because yes. outside is just the land of the titans, and periodically they come and they eat people, and it's quite graphic. Oh. And, I've uh, seen they've just done a live action version of it. Have they? Yeah, I just recently I got shown the trailer for. It. I can't remember the fucking title of it. Well, as well. Isn't that Pacific but Rim? Isn't that not just the plot of Pacific Rim? Kind of, but they're not kind of. They wall a city and then monsters attack it. Yeah, yeah but they're not. See, they're not Godzilla's. Ah, uh, they like little. They kind of like well, the, the big. They look like kind of big dopey human males without any genitalia. Oh, uh, right, like uh, zombies. The kind of they they seem like. Like massive children, which is great because they're like, mm-hmm. they yeah, they, it's like they they don't know how their bodies really work, and but all they do is they want to eat people. Really? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's terrifying. It's called um, oh, what's it called? Operation Titan or Remember the not Remember that? That's Denzel Washington. <laughs> remember the Titans, which is a nice sports film. And is the bad guy a giant fanny with tentacles? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, all holes action for you, Chris. There we are. Um, always one step away from that in there, yeah, man, right? Yeah, absolutely. All the artists are thinking behind the scenes. <laughs> You do what you doodling there, um, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Ghost in the Shell's on this list. Uh, the live actually, action. The, the, the live action yeah, Ghost in the yeah, Shell is number fifteen. I watched it and it is utterly, utterly. So I mean, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of um, of the anime. I felt sort of quite empty. Um, but the remake is just fucking soulless. Mm. Like the. Picture wise, it's it's stunning, but it's got n- there's no beating heart in it. This is a, about robots. What about but tentacles? It's, it's got no, no <laughs> how soul. Many, exactly how many no tentacles? No It's got a brilliant it's got soundtrack. Really. It's got a fantastic soundtrack from yeah. Tim Mansell. Oh really? Which is not being released for some reason. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's a wow, there's a okay. massive delay on it. It might not come out at so all. But it's the best thing about that. Clint Mansell did Wrecking for a Dream, didn't he? Yeah. And Doom. Uh, I guess he did all of our Transformers the original motion picture. He, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did all of the help with the tentacle stuff with the artist. <laughs> this back guy in the back room and that shit. Um, Ghost in the Shell, the original, has a uh, quite an amazing tone to it, like the manga. You know, that kind of like muted, but quite sensual tone to it, even though it's about uh, like ro- robotics and it's, there's, there's a lot of action there and stuff like that. Don't you think? Yeah, and I mean, it's been years since I've seen it, but I remember it was quite, I don't want to say powerful experience and sound like a knob. Jesus but I remember because well. it, it was one of the first non-tentacle things I've <laughs> <laughs> I checked out. So. I, I remember, um, yeah, I felt the same way. I had to draw my own tentacles after that. Yeah. <laughs> and there we have it, folks. That's it. The most disappointing film of all time is uh, that film that wasn't made that me and Will drew, which yeah. is about tentacles attacking each other. By tentacles, we mean our penises. Batman and, Actually, Batman uh, and Superman's in here as well. <laughs> of course. <laughs> when you, Can you think you, of any off the top of your head that and, you've actually seen that you've been really disappointed with? Or maybe films that you think everybody else raves about, but you think is shit. My personal was 28 Days Later. I thought that was fucking crap. 
Really? Why yeah. do you? That's one of my. It, fa- just, uh, it fights to get in my top ten favorites of all it, time. Uh, Why is it? Oh, you? awesome! He is fucking. What's his face? Eccleston. He'll pick the no one. So I didn't like that. Or I didn't like. You. I bet you like this one as well. What was it called? Uh, the Descent. Was it The Descent? I have a soft oh, spot. I have a soft spot for The Descent. What, six chicks with picks and lines like, can you get through? It's a tight crack, but I can get in. That's it's a bit rapey. It's an actual line. An actual line. What, what is it you don't like about I don't know. It was just, that just felt really stodgy and shoehorned in. It was just, we've got all, we've, so many tick boxes. We've got all these different girls who are all fit, but it's like the united colours of Benetton all <laughs> holding hands. All the I'll say that. Yeah. Oh, uh, cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. What I love about that film, and it's not brilliant by any stretch of the imagination, but I I do enjoy it. It plays like a good BBC drama for the first half of it. Like it could easily continue to be a film about six girls who get trapped underground. And then it just, there's that, the first scare where you see like one of the creatures like in, in the, the night vision of the camera and the whole thing just totally like the, the, style of the film just totally changed it's almost as vicious as the turning point for from dusk till dawn oh yeah yeah. you know which could easily have been uh, a criminal like a fucking bank job film like and then halfway through it suddenly takes a u-turn so big you could see it from space um so that's what i like about that i think maybe i was in a room with people who were just losing their shit over it and i was just like i don't that was probably me in 2004 after a party and we were asleep, like everybody was crashed out it was Maybe. probably me so I blame you then yeah okay fair I enough I, I remember the the biggest disappointment in recent memory in my mind was um, Zack Snyder's Sucker Punch don't did believe did you I've think seen that it. was actually going to be any good yeah mate definitely I was well up for that because his remake of Dawn of the Dead is so fucking good like literally from start to finish that film is like just wall to wall entertainment from that's the, the best you could come up with. You that, went from that is the best one. to wall to wall. Oh it's my true. god! It's like pre and post credits. The film is you still get movie like post credits. It's still going on. That's great. Pre credits, it's class. What you mean from nothing to the end? There's a movie in between. No, it's, <laughs> no, there's no movie in between. The movie just just like is pre credits. There's movie and then post credits. There's still movie. It just never stops. It's relentless. Oh, I see what you're saying. But now. it's also it's also a brilliant remake. Um, of a classic film and then it's a it's a better film than the original in my mind after that um, he did 300 which looks great and was you know whatever oh, it's good fun it's yeah, yeah, yeah it was it, it, I enjoyed it um, I didn't expect much it looked brilliant Frank. so he did 300 which yep. was good you know um, he had those really long fight scenes like long take fight scenes where where he kind of like well, he didn't introduce speed ramping, but, you know, it would, like, slow down, and then it would speed up, and he'd someone would, like, smash someone in the face with the sword, which was great to watch, so I love that. Okay. Didn't you think it was a bit of a warning that the films that he'd done before were all remakes? Or, like, there's nothing, like, he was ha- he's hailed as a visionary director, or he is, at least in marketing. And it's like, well, all you've done is look at frames that are amazing, still frames, like, from oh. iconic, from iconic, like, books... And gone, okay, let's recreate that visually. No, because that only applies to 300. Like, uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake was fucking brilliant. Um, and I don't think borrowed too much at all from the original. Because Romero's original, while well, Romero's a filmmaker, is pretty 
like simplistic mm. you know like he's not breaking too many bounds he is thematically of course he is but like is a filmmaker and then with his framing it's pretty straightforward Zack Snyder did like, like took that and uh, like that film and uh, you know did wonders with it 300 yeah fair enough that is like he's he's working from a literal um what's it storyboard which exists which is the comic then he did the watchman um remake which is kind of like building on the same thing so which is overly long and you know there's enjoyment to be got out of that film what do you think of watch do you see watchman yeah yeah I what do you think okay. of that? Well, the thing is i had <clears throat> no investment in watchman at all so i just took it for what it was and mm. Um, yeah, I, I I like the idea. Which uh, what came first, The Incredibles or Watchmen? What, so, the, what the, the Disney movie? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's Jesus the same Christ. kind of thing of yeah, retired superheroes. Yes, um, you know, and they kind of I liked that kind of real slant. And the guy who was Rorschach was was excellent as well. Yeah, and that's uh, nice. so yeah, I I enjoyed it for what it was. But I didn't have I didn't bring any baggage to the cinema with me. So yeah, it has its moments. Watchmen like some wicked like scenes, like set pieces, mm-hmm. like that prison fight and stuff like that. Um, so I thought, you know, based on that kind of track record of those pretty decent films, like a stunning, like debut with Dawn of the Dead, um, 300, which, which looked fantastic. And then Watchmen, like recreating that story as well. I was well up for Sucker Punch, which was the first time that he'd been given free reign, right? To create something original. And he wrote it, didn't he? Did he write it? I think he wrote it. And it was fucking shite. This, this, this is his career trajectory. Didn't I hear that he was hampered quite badly by meddling on Sucker Punch, though? Am I, am I making that up? I don't know, mate. It would, it would take uh, more than just a bit of meddling to fuck up that film. You, we should tell people listening what you just did there. Didn't no, you? we don't. That was just for us. Just enjoy a line on a board going down. Kind of looks like a tentacle. <laughs> oh, naughty. <laughs> <laughs> so any Zack Schneider film from now on is the biggest disappointment no Sucker Punch was the biggest disappointment and since then he's been shite from a Star Trek point of view I guess I had Star Trek Insurrection which oh, I oh uh, that was me that a raging was, insurrection <laughs> <laughs> that was that was awful wasn't it but once you've seen Red Letter Media break down the rest of them you realise that's what okay, no I refuse to watch them I refuse to watch them on account that they will no, actually ruin so Star Trek points. for me is that the one with Tom Hardy no, no, it's the one before that that everyone pretends Nemesis never happened. Nemesis is pretty lame as well, let's not pretend. All right, so you remember early on when we were chatting about um, like 1980s and I mentioned like Escape from New York? Yes. Well, here's a challenge for you, Tristan. Because you hate all of the best films ever made, I want you to watch Escape from New York and tell me what you think of it. Do I really have to? Yes, you do. Will, you have to as well. I've that. seen it, mate. Come on. But I will watch it again for you. What a movie. Oh, will, what do you, a movie. Do you love this film? No. Oh, God, it's going to suck. So that's my challenge for you, mate, is to watch Escape from New York and tell Will and I what you think about oh, it okay. next week. Right, well, if we're going to do that, then I, I'm not going to be horrible to you. I'm going to be nice. And Will, this might suck for you because I know you hate army films. Hate's um, a strong word. I, I tend not to gravitate towards, but I will always give it a Okay, name. all right. Do you the, dislike army films? Yeah. It's just not up there for me. Okay. I'm well up for it. What is it? Okay, so um, there's a little film that's consistently in my top ten whenever I sort of rewrite it. It's called Tigerland. 
Joel Schumacher's Tiger Lands. Joel Schumacher's Tiger Lands. Joel, Batman and Robin, Schumacher's Tiger Land. The Batman's Guts uh, and wasn't, wasn't he Batman, wasn't he the third for Kilmer Batman? He was the Kilmer Batman. He was, he yeah. was, and Batman and Robin. Oh, did he do Batman Robin as oh, well? Oh, wow. yeah. He was that good, they brought him back. Yeah. Wow. So what, I've got to watch Tiger Land? Yeah. And Will as well. And Will as well. Yeah, then, okay, I'll, I'll watch, uh, that's, Colin Farrell, isn't yes. it? Yes. I like a bit of Colin Farrell. I did, and I always, because I always mix up Tigerland with uh, Tears of the Sun, because I had uh, Bruce Willis yeah. in my head. Yeah, no, it's you know, really... that's an army film as well, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely not that film. Right, good, because that was crap. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not that. Cool. Um, and Will, have you got a film that you want us to watch? What is it? Uh, it's mainly Tentacles. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, how about this? I, and I've got it, I can get it to you. It's a film called Strange Brew with uh, Rick Moranis and a guy called Dave Thomas based on their Saturday night... Yeah, you wouldn't have heard of it. You wouldn't have seen Rick it. Rick Moranis. Yeah, it's a Whatever little happened. film. Rick Moranis, do you think he's tied to Steve Gutenberg hiding somewhere? Of course he is. Know. He was a lamp man. It's got Max von Sydow in it. Yeah. Has it? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's kind of a little bit Hamlet as well. They've kind of taken the... Take it. it's That's I, a bold I think it's mate. great. Yeah, that is a I bold was, statement. I it's was, kind of Hamlet. It's well, no, it's yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say too much and ruin it for you. But okay, it's, it's called Strange Brew. It's based on their Saturday Night Live kind of comedy duo of Bob and Doug McKenzie, a couple of Canadian Lagerlout brothers. Is this like um, when's this when's this uh, released? Nineteen eighty four, eighty five, maybe. Okay, so like an 80s. Bit, yeah, it's an 80s. You would never have heard of it. It's something I caught late night one night and just fell in love with. I, I may have been somewhat altered when I watched it, <laughs> but I've watched it again sober and still really like it. It's fucking weird. Okay, Will, thank you so much for joining us, mate. It was an absolute pleasure. We'll see you again next week, won't we? Because, yeah, okay. Uh, I've we come back talk. to London next yes, week. Yes, you've got to come all the way back down Shit. to London next okay. week despite okay. what Tristan said earlier about recording two episodes uh, at once so that's, what a shame and um, yeah we'll talk about Escape from New York and Tigerland and then we'll get Tristan's opinion on that classic film by John Carpenter John Carpenter's Escape from New York <laughs>